0: Hello, oh, and welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. This is Matt.
1: This is Courtney.
0: We are on part two of our discussion where we talk about do-do's and don't-do's.
1: Yes. Good job. Matt. Yes, I know. That's Remember like,
0: that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. So we're on part two discussion of of what fours are.
1: Fours, yes. The do-do's and don't-do's of uh, score four.
0: So if you listened to last week's one, this is just a continuation. We're going a little more in depth today.
1: Yep. You, I think, you know, I think you could listen to this one and then go back. But Oh, absolutely. If you're confused, pause. Go listen to last week's and then come back. Hey. So welcome right. <laughs> back.
0: <laughs> okay. So let's, so last week we talked about what fours were in general and some of, some of the yes. problems that we had with fours. Today we're going to try to get a little more like hands-on-y.
1: Yeah, so, like, last week was the theory of a four, and this is, like, the application of a four.
0: Because now a lot of teachers say, okay, I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah. How do I do it? Yeah, what do I do?
0: What do I do? Because all my fours thing have some weird, like, language.
1: Mm.
0: So let's read some language.
1: Let's read some language. All
0: right, so I'm reading from a Marzano book, but this is pretty much general for fours as we talked about last week fours are a tough thing they're hard right and so it's really tough to to put into actual language what a four means so the generic four uh talks about this one talks about in addition to score 3.0 performance the student demonstrates in-depth inferences and applications that go beyond what was taught
1: hmm generic very generic general very
0: not bad yeah completely misinterpreted.
1: Yes, agreed. Yeah, it really is. And it's you know, yeah, it's
0: so the part that the part that I <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. Okay, yet, so I, I will okay.
0: so the part that really gets teachers for me, that that the feedback that they give me is that it says that go beyond what was taught. Yes. Which they interpret as I can't teach it in class. And actually when in my district when we started this, that was the implication if not outright, the words that Directive. we were told, yeah, right. you can't teach a four.
1: Right. Right.
0: Now, I don't really necessarily think those were the words, but that's, that's, what, that's, that's, what, that's what everybody... What heard. Yeah, that was what was heard. So yeah. I can't teach a four, which means I teach the threes, which is fine because that's yeah. proficiency. But it's like, here's an option for a four. Good luck, kid.
1: Yeah, go do it. Go do and
0: it. And, of course, kids being kids are like, I don't know what to do. No. Yeah. So they're not going to do it, and now nobody gets fours. Right. That's disturbing.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
0: So because that is not the right interpretation. No. But that is what it kind of yeah, says. Yeah. It so is what I, it kind of says. And so I this... have to
1: say, like, I'm thinking back to when I was in the classroom, and I kind of did the same thing. But we used that that very book you're you're reading from. That's what we used when we first started implementing proficiency based education, although we call it standards based. Then, yeah. <laughs> at that point. Yep,
0: that's true.
1: And that's those are the rubrics we used, and four was very confusing. And there was a lot of the like, oh no, I when I see it kind of stuff. Right. And like, yeah, it was always this like, other type thing. Like, the learner still had to do everything you were doing in class, but if they wanted the four, maybe it was an extra project they did on the side, right. at home.
0: Outside of the outside classroom. Outside of
1: the classroom, right. And yeah. so, you know, like, I used to think, but now I think, which by the way, is mm-hmm. a fantastic phrase, Use it because that's what you know. Humanity is about is like growing and learning and changing. So, anyway, like right. it's and, totally fine to be like five years ago. I thought this, and now right. I think this. Like
0: the, right, that, because in, in my district we've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, more than the five years, but people still hang on to the things from years ago.
1: Well, I was told.
0: Yeah, I was told by blah 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 yeah. that blah blah blah. I'm like, well, you know, that was like eight years ago yeah. when we didn't know what we were talking yeah, about.
1: Yeah, so our understanding has changed.
0: Yeah, so, it's okay yeah. to evolve.
1: It's, it's a, in, inevitable, I would say. It's how we survive, it's <laughs> to evolve.
0: <laughs> so it's okay to change so, your thinking.
1: That's, oh, it's Christmas. We should bake a Christmas tote. I'm all about toasts, as you all know, <laughs> that says it's okay to evolve. Personalized, learning
0: with Matt and Courtney. Okay, that'll be our swag. <laughs> That's our Christmas swag. When we when we get really big. Oh yeah. When we have when swag. We're huge. <laughs> we'll, we'll have Pilar and MC totes. <laughs> okay, so let's get back on track here. This is a, okay. I'm if sorry. you're if you're a new listener, this happens all this the happens. time. So just get used to it. I guess uh, we can't help it. So. So if we're saying that it is not something that has to be outside of the classroom, and we're saying that it can potentially be something you teach, then how do we actually do that?
1: Good question.
0: Okay, so we talked about last week about a four being the same target as the three, just moving up in the taxonomy. Yeah, Right. yeah. So immediately to me, that sounds like that's something I could potentially do in my classroom. Yes, right? And maybe I could integrate it with things that I'm already doing. Yeah. And maybe I could offer those fours just as a part of the way I do business. Yes. What? Yes. This yeah. sounds easy.
1: It, to some people, I think to some people that okay. freaks them right out. But like yes. so the way That's I it. talk about this with people is I say, look, the the score four opportunity to work at the score four level needs to be available from the Mm get-go from the start of the unit or the project or the seminar or the opportunity whatever you call it the the, the opportunity has to be there to work at that level has to be there from the get-go because we know that learners all work at different paces so you might have some kids um, some learners in your group that at the start i'm just going to call it a project at the start of the project already have like three quarters of the targets they can already demonstrate those to you so why are you going to make them redo everything right. they can start working at the higher level and what's really nice about if you pair this idea with what we were talking about last week with the um, how the target is the same it's the same target so they right. can still interact and be a part of all those discussions in fact they can bring they just bring in a really different perspective and they add to the discussion and kind of raise the level of the thinking for everyone else too. So like if you're, I don't remember the project we used last week or like the targets we used last week, but like if you're doing something, where um, I was just working with teachers. um, There's like a comparative religion target, basically. right? Mm -hmm. So like the three is basically like knows the major world religions and like the basic beliefs of those world religions. Mm -hmm. Great. So everyone in the class is doing that. But then you've got a handful of kids who came in already knowing that because, I don't know. Life. Life. (laughs) Like their families, like whatever. yeah, Um, And... So they already know that. Why make them do everything else? You can have them go a step further. So that was comprehension, right? So just being able to, that target's comprehension, just being able to say what they are and describe the basic beliefs. Right. So if I want to push them up to analysis, now I can have them start comparing specific traditions of, you know, or comparing and contrasting specific aspects of those religions. Right. They can do all that at the same time. Right. They don't need, it doesn't have to happen outside.
0: Right. And that, and if they're discussing that, and if we, let's, let's get a little, let's get specific on that one. Since it's the holiday season, maybe you could like do some similarities and differences of like Hanukkah and Christmas and Kwanzaa. Absolutely. And just see what the difference is. And, and that's, right. that's a higher level than just knowing what they are. That Hanukkah is about the, you know, that Judaism as Hanukkah. Right. And, you know, and Christianity has Christmas. Knowing the get. basics, yeah, that's a that's a good target because right. you, you you gotta know those things. But right. actually going deeper with that one.
1: Yeah.
0: That would be that would be perfect. And if the timing works out, like right now, right now it happens that would too. be ideal. Yeah. So now you can do some similarities and differences right. and really go to a deeper level, yeah. but not have those kids, as you said, that doesn't have to be outside the classroom, no. that doesn't have to be after school, that doesn't have to be an at home project. Right. You can have those discussions right there. Yeah. And those discussions I think would help the kids that don't have that knowledge, that Absolutely. are at a foundational knowledge and want to get to the three level target, that just it naturally occurs. It doesn't does.
1: It? It's well that's like, you know, Vygotsky learning is social. So when you isolate the learners from each other, and that's what you're doing, if you're saying that students ready for the level four have to do that work outside, you're isolating that right. learning. And then no one else gets to hear it and learn about it, and that's that's not cool. But so so if we go back to (laughs) whatever, if we go back to what you were saying about how like they can do that during the classroom. So like if you're in the phase of your unit where you're really working on all the foundational skills those kids don't necessarily need the foundational skills. So while you're doing the foundational lessons or they're watching different videos, like maybe they have different videos that they're watching. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you do a small mini lesson with them on comparing and contrasting right. after you've done your basic mini lesson with, like, it could, it should happen all right. during. Now, truth, you're not going to give them the answers. We're not doing that with right. the score three people anyway. Right. So. Yes, the the learners should be supported during class and the work should be happening in class time. It's about readiness level.
0: It, yeah, it's asking the right questions to the kids, Yeah, right? At their at their level. Um, you you just said that we're not giving kids the answers.
1: No, please don't. Well,
0: we can't cuz according to a scoring guide that's like that's with help that's they can do. That's with it. help. And yeah. that's not it's supposed to be independently. Exactly. Right? But you can ask them questions and lead them down a path, that, but they're coming up with the answers right. and they're coming up with the discussions, and they're coming up with the evidence that they have to show you.
1: Exactly. And you can give them resources.
0: Absolutely. Like. <laughs> yeah, a four doesn't have to be that that massive, just you do it all on your own thing, and yeah. I'm here to help you if you need it. Right. That's not cool either. No, yeah, it isn't. Yeah. So,
1: that what? That was my phrase.
0: phrase? That's not so cool that's not cool that's not cool Uh. so fours i think are are clearly misunderstood and it's a lot of it comes back to the part at the beginning when you're starting this venture that fours are something that go beyond what was taught right so that language is really misleading Um, so what in my district we're trying to do is again change those targets To be the same as the three, and make it explicit that it's the exact same thing.
1: Same target.
0: Um, And that's something you should think about when, if you're if you're starting this or you're down a path for for working towards, you know, proficiency-based education. Yeah, is really think about what those fours mean and have some type of. I don't know, some type of knowledge isn't quite the word, but some type of understanding of what a four could be. And you know, we talk about language on this podcast all the time about saying the right words and trying to avoid saying the wrong things, and it's tricky sometimes, but just be open about it. If you're saying the wrong things, you're saying that we've evolved past that, that we're two years in now, and what we thought of before, before is different than it is now, right? And have saying that's okay, it's okay to be different, kids will adjust. Adults Mm -hmm. really never have a – adults have a tougher time with that
1: one. Yeah, some adults definitely do. Many adults definitely do. Sure. So we talked about um, kind of this idea of having the four available from the beginning. Yeah. Now, for some people, that can seem, like we've already said, like, what? That's really crazy and daunting. And I feel like that is for someone who's already kind of adept at learner-centered practices. Okay. Um, I think if you're still getting your feet wet and you feel like that's too much, I think there's some other ways to incorporate score fours. They're not um, what I would, it's, they're not the goal, right? So these are some steps along the way. Right. Um, so one step is to use something called um, like a three tier test. Kay. So right there I said the word test, right? So that implies that this isn't a very hands-on project-based right, type unit. Um, which for some people, that's okay, you're still working towards it, right? Like if you're just in standards reference mode right now, like this might be where you go. Okay. So on a three-tier test, the idea is is that all of the questions or all of the items on the test very clearly relate to the foundational score twos. So any so like your first section is all score two stuff. It's all foundational. Matches that um, level of rigor. So if the score two stuff is all retrieval, you're going to see a lot of matching. You're going to see a lot of fill in the blank, a lot of define, a lot of fill in the blank type stuff. Then you've got your score three items, which are um, Items that directly relate to the level three of the target. Mm -hmm. So if level two was a lot of recall, level three is likely comprehension. So there's going to be a lot of like summarize this or make a diagram of this, like Mm -hmm. integrate, you know, show your knowledge in some way. Um, so if you want to offer the exceeds opportunity, you put the third tier score four. Mm -hmm. So then maybe there's an essay question, right, or some other. They could do an analysis, you know, a compare contrast in my least favorite tool, a Venn diagram or a capacity use <laughs> a comparison matrix. You know, maybe that's what they have to do. Um, so that's another way to give an opportunity for a four um, in a more simple way that, again, isn't like outside. Right. It, it's at the, it's, I don't want, ugh, it's at the air quote end. Right. Um, but it's a way to do it.
0: It's one way to do it. It's a step. What would you say about if I took that same three-tier test but kind of mixed up the questions? So the learner doesn't really know which one's a 2, which one's a 3, which one's a 4 explicitly. Yeah, sure. Nothing wrong with that, right?
1: Um, yeah, I don't think so, I guess. I mean,
0: cuz I've done I've done some of those things yeah. and when I did the three-tier test, some of the some of the kids at the beginning Yeah. think the 4 is like the bonus question.
1: That's a really good point.
0: So they know that,
1: I'm not, oh, right. not going
0: to do that's harder. I'm not going to do that's that. That's a really good point. So you... I'm all for sneaking inter- the four. Integrated three in. <laughs> Sneaky four. Yeah. If you sneak <laughs> it in, then, then they might do it. Yeah. And you give the score back and the, you know there's like a four on this one. And it's like, well, how did I do that? Right. It's like, well, because you, you did the right stuff at the right rigor level. And, right. And you didn't even know it. Right. So you can do this. So yeah. I see the advantages to both and I guess one of my... Uh, pieces of advice would be try both ways.
1: Yeah, try see what happens
0: and see what happens and yeah. see what see what you get out of it. And right. if kids are avoiding the four stuff because they think it's the old bonus question, then yeah, maybe you want to do something else. Right. If they're not seeing that that's a problem, yeah. then keep doing that. That's yeah. that's one way to do it. Nothing right, wrong if with that. They're fine with it. And yeah, the kids are trying. But try before. different try different different ways.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of like step one on the journey towards like this fully kind of integrated seamless. Um, implementation of four-level opportunities. So I think um, another step after that is to kind of think about your unit in parts or your project in parts. And so if part one is um, like the basics or like learning the knowledge, right? And if at that end of that part, there's... I often feel weird like breaking things down this way because I want to be like, you should be constantly assessing, right? Like, but if, <laughs> if you're growing in your practice and you don't have, um, if you're not comfortable with like that kind of constant assessment and you're not, some people are not comfortable just using an observation as evidence, right. straight up teacher observation is totally 100% valid evidence towards a target for any listeners listening. Um, But if you're not there yet, or for some reason you feel like someone in the trench coat is going to come in and totally question all of your scores, people feel that way. Like, I don't think they would actually say someone in a trench coat, but whenever I bring that up to, like, name the fear of I'm going to get in trouble Mm -hmm. is the person in the trench coat with a clipboard. Like, there's no person in a trench coat with a clipboard.
0: That'd be really weird. it would be super weird. But they feel like there is. Anyway.
1: Anyway. um, To – so kind of, like – checkpoints in your unit, right? right? So, like, at the end of part one, like, this is the goal where everyone is kind of finished with the foundational knowledge, and maybe you check in on the score three. And the kids who can do it now introduce the opportunity for the score four. So that gives you a little bit more time maybe to get things together, to kind of figure out who's where what. You don't have to have it ready for the first day, but it still comes in before the end. So I think that's another way to go. Those are nice. Yeah. So so it's some three three steps. Three steps to implementing score fours in your classroom. Six easy payments of
0: nineteen ninety-nine. To 99
1: To PLNMC.com. Okay. <laughs> uh, so
0: so we're gonna wrap right there. Okay. Uh those are outstanding. We're gonna take a break next week. Yeah. With the holiday break. So we'll yeah. be back just after the new year. Yep. Uh so uh, if you're listening to this over the holidays, which you can't really avoid it, I guess. If you're listening to us now, then uh, go back and listen to some old ones. So we did. Uh, we totally we've do done it. some old ones. We've did lots of really short interviews uh, from Inacol back in October. Uh, there's like 38 of them out there. I know, there. it's
1: so funny, because just the other day someone was talking to me about one of them, and I'm like nodding and smiling, and I'm like, I don't totally remember forgot. I know. what he taught. I have to go listen. <laughs> I know, there's so many, and it was so fast. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, go back and listen, there, there's some really listen. good ones, they're, you know, 10 to 12 minutes long. They're, they're they're really quick hits, so when you're doing the dishes, walking the or dog. Or when
1: you're sick of your family and you have to go sit in the bathroom for 15 minutes of peace just to get away, pop on a podcast. That's what we're here for. <laughs> okay.
0: So follow us at PLearnMC <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Insta.
1: Insta. Which
0: we don't really do much with, but it's yeah. a goal. It's a goal. Our
1: our social media manager is just. I know. Just
0: we have to fire that guy. Fire that guy. That guy. <laughs> that guy is terrible. All right. All right. Happy holidays. And thank you. <laughs> we'll see you after break. Yeah.